0: Welcome to the Kevin and Phillip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Phillip. Okay, here we are, season two, episode 11 of the Philip and Kevin Project coming from Lovely Great Life. Thanks to Marjorie again for letting us do this here. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk travel this entire podcast.
1: You know anything about that? Finally, finally. Yes, I've done a little traveling and uh, we're hoping to do a little more if we can get some tips here on better, better safe practices. Well, before we do that, I don't want Happy talk about birthday, Philip! Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: I got a case of beer out there for you. 24 beers for 24 years. All right. Is that Good right? Deal. 24? 24. 24. And your daughter just had a first, birthday?
1: Got first 24-year-old ever with four teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Started early. Yep. My <laughs> last one turned 13 yesterday, so now I have officially four teenagers in the house.
0: I can't believe she's Perfect. that old. That's I crazy. I not either. So... Well, we're going to do something different today. We're not going to start off with our usual tweets of the week, stories of the week, all that kind of stuff. We have some special guests we're going to introduce here. But before we get into that, I have one question, Philip. You want to talk about Tuesday night at all?
1: Nope. Didn't sure? sleep good on it. I knew before it ever started what was going to happen. It's the Lon Kruger curse at Oklahoma. He can't win in Manhattan, or he chooses to lose in Manhattan. Yeah. I think he goes home and says, here's my alma mater, I'm going to leave here with a two-point loss, and he's he's good at it. He's done it nine straight times now, nine straight. Good job. So Ron. I think in men's sports that makes us two
0: and one on the year between football and basketball. Yep. I'm going to get you something you're going to have to hang in your house for the for the next year until football <laughs> season starts again. Nice power cat, Dave Banner. <laughs> so, well, you were you called me right after the game, and we're a little pissed off about it, and um, you wanted to fire your coach. Yep. Still, you a switch? We'll we'll swap right now. Mm-hmm. I'll give you Bruce Weber if you'll give me Lon Kruger. You know, honestly, all I think he
1: did see you guys as not winning a game in twenty twenty one. So he said, "Take one for the old team." It's a good guy, so yeah. we'll keep him. Oh. He's that, if he's that good of a guy, we'll keep him. It,
0: it just it baffles me that he coaches at Oklahoma and, and donates loves the money. More. His 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 number and name is in the rafters at K State donates money to the basketball program at K-State, and then goes and coaches against them at Oklahoma. I think that's just funny. And then loses, I guess I should say. Not as
1: funny as the uh, XOU quarterback's name on the University of Texas stadium. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I always have <laughs> that, to
0: bring that one up. Yes, that's wonderful. So, well, hey, we're on a two-game winning streak, so I want to thank your team for, for allowing us to uh, do that. So I'm sure that will end this week. So. Okay, well, let's introduce our guest for this podcast. Uh, I think Philip's done talking about that basketball game yep. the other night. So we, uh, we have a new sponsor, as we mentioned on our last podcast, Cruise Planners, and we've got Charity and Janelle from Cruise Planners here with us today. And we're going to talk a lot about travel. Uh, we're going to get into uh, uh, some of the, uh, I guess, COVID world and some of the myths and rumors that are out there today and uh, either uh, confirm or dispel those. You guys are i think going to talk a little bit about uh just traveling and, and what you guys know about being able to get to certain locations and and all that kind of stuff and then uh, we've, we've got some questions for them as well so charity if you want to start you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you
2: sure um, i'm charity kearns and i have been working in travel a little over six years um, i live in osage city just south of topeka and um love to travel and I've been provided the opportunity since I started this to go a lot of places, check a lot of things off the bucket list. So, um, the only problem with selling travel is every time I plan a trip for somebody else, it adds something else to my list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And Janelle, do you want to introduce yourself as well?
3: Yeah. My name is Janelle Murphy. Um, I live just, uh, west of Salina, um, and, um, really focus on, I've, I've just recently joined cruise planners, but I've traveled, um, since forever um planned groups in ski trips and uh, trips to vegas so um, just kind of really getting my feet wet and um, learning the ropes for cruise planners and um, focusing mostly on family travel and um, kind of adventure travels where um, i'll be working i have two little ones much smaller than yours it sounds like uh, seven and five so um, but yeah that's uh, kind of kind of what i'll be working on
1: Seven and five is easier to travel with. Then, uh, I, I could still put a leash on them yeah. at seven and five. Yeah. Now they're big enough they run from me. Yeah, so. both
3: boys, so uh, it's, it's pretty pretty simple. <laughs> 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 the
2: teenagers are hard to keep happy on yep, a trip, too. A trip. <laughs> yeah, we're,
0: we're getting to that point, too. So, Well, first off, we want to say thank you for being a sponsor and, and supporting our, our podcast and our project and what we're doing here. We really appreciate it. it helps us do some of the stuff we want to do and hopefully we can get your guys's name out there and, and help you guys out as well so um i guess let's just jump right in so one of the things that, that cherry and i talked about that we want to discuss is um why you should reach out to a travel agent obviously um, you guys probably your biggest competition today is the expedias travelocity things like that you're not online. supposed to so, mention their names sorry. by the way i'll, I'll, I'll edit that out <laughs> But uh, so, so I guess to that point, that was one of the things you wanted to talk about. So I'll let you kind of talk about that and what you guys see as the landscape and what you guys bring to the table.
2: Well, with all of the COVID crazy in 2020, it was even more evident why a travel advisor, you having one in your corner is definitely important. So many people got stuck on holds that were six, seven, eight hours long trying to figure out what was happening with their trip. Uh, people don't read the terms and conditions, so they didn't realize what they had or what they didn't. Uh, um, having a travel advisor in your corner means that I'm the one sitting on hold. I'm the one advocating for you I'm the one who is Fighting the battles and getting the refunds and chasing things down so that you can move on with your life and have this be um, Kind of in the background instead of in the forefront on your everyday um, thing so having somebody in your corner to make sure that I'm the one who knows all of the ins and outs to know what your what to expect when you get there how to navigate um, the pricing how to make sure we have such a wide network of suppliers that we can look at pricing across the whole board instead of one narrow focused place um, so that we can get you the best price and the best deal
0: and and i have this, so i i do typically use travel agents i have not used you guys yet because i was just recently introduced to you guys um, but I can vouch for that. I had a situation where we had a flight canceled on a family trip and everybody was standing in line at the airport trying, everybody's pushing each other out of the way, trying to make phone calls. This was back when there were still pay phones in the airport. And, uh, <laughs> so they were calling on pay phones to, to get to the, the airlines to get rebooked. And all I did was call my travel agent, say, here's where we are. Here's what's going on. Can you help me? and I had help and I didn't have to stand in line and get pushed out of the way and everything was taken care of for me.
3: Yeah, and I would say we have access to um, travel agent phone lines yep. and travel agent websites where you you reached out to your travel advisor. I assume they got online or got on the phone to a direct person, yep. <laughs> not a hold line, and, and handled it for you. So it is a it is a benefit for sure. So well, you guys. it has
1: to be a relief off of the person who does the booking, I'll, just as, on my side of the story. We rarely have used a travel agent, but I have many times sat and watched my wife cry because she can't figure out what we're gonna do when we get canceled or what, because she thinks she's a travel agent and she's not. Because when you get to the airport and you find out that you've missed a plane to go to Rome and you don't know where you're going next uh, in New York and we had to switch airline, airports from uh, JFK to LaGuardia and, and uh, it was a nightmare for her. And that, that's just one of many times she's had nightmares of flights being canceled or delayed or things being so uh in the future let's tell her to use you guys and not (laughs) not use herself (laughs) it'll ruin a vacation it It really does i mean i've literally seen her just completely stressed out and ball and you know get stuck and i say in new york and i said well there's worse places you can be stuck but then you lose a day on your itinerary in the in your next place and, uh, and and we didn't know what to do of course we just were at the mercy of the airlines so, yep,
0: Yep, we've all been in that situation. So, um, another question I have for you: well, Let's just talk about cruise plans for a little bit, because um, I knew Lonnie through Ambux. not well, but I I knew him and I knew the company. But honestly, I just thought you guys did cruises,
2: we and that. I'm not
0: interested in cruises, so.
2: We get that a lot. Um, Cruise Planners is a franchised um, travel agency. Our home office is in Florida. The name was chosen because when they first started, cruises is primarily what they did. Um, just in the last, I've, the last six years that I've been part of Cruise Planners, the land portion of Cruise Planners has grown exponentially. Um, we and I would most of the franchises focus a lot on land vacations. Part of what I like, though, is that we can do anything from Amtrak trains to rent you a yacht to cruise around the Virgin Islands. I mean, and everything in between. If train is your mode of travel, then we can help you with that. If you want to sit on a beach at a resort in Mexico, we can help you with that. Um, if you want to take a cruise, whether it's a river or an ocean, we can help. Um, but we constantly fight with the name to get people to understand that we do so much more than that. Yep. Um, so any type of vacation, big or small, we can definitely help.
1: Your franchise. Friend- franchisors out of florida correct and then how many franchises are there across the country
2: across the country 2312 you're Um, you're
1: not the only one in kansas but you're correct we have
2: we have nine um cruise planners franchises across kansas only uh Few of those are active, active. Um, Some of them do it, people do travel for different reasons, help friends and family, or they want to make it into a business. So a little bit of everything in between, Um, but we don't have territories. Um, We're allowed to go wherever we'd like and sell to whomever we choose. I have clients in, probably 30 different states across the U.S. Um, And then the more groups that I plan, then I've got customers from all over. So um, we can help anybody anywhere. And the nice part about our team is we have people right here in Salina, outside of Salina, and then I'm kind of over towards Topeka, so we can get a big group of places
0: so so do you guys do a lot I mean I know obviously if a group wants to travel uh, you can do that but do you guys put a lot of group trips together and then have people just kind of sign up if they're interested in going on that trip
2: yes we do personally and then our home office does as well our home office goes out at the beginning of Anytime new um, itineraries are coming out, they go out and grab group space um, so that we can sell into that space to any of the franchises can. Um, and then we personally can set up um, individual groups, whether it's a whole group that's traveling all together. Or, for instance, I have a Mediterranean cruise coming up in October. It was just something that I wanted to do. And so I mentioned it to friends who mentioned it to friends who mentioned it to friends. And we're all going on the same trip, but we're not traveling as a group. Um, so they all got the benefit of the group perks, um, extra things, drink packages, things like that, that they wouldn't have been able to get if they had right. booked it on their own.
0: Right, that's cool.
3: And then there's the option for like business incentive trips, those kind of group travel for incentives for corporations, business travel, and then nonprofits as well. A lot of cruise lines and um, resorts offer kind of some uh, nonprofit options for them to raise money and travel at the same time so that's cool yeah I didn't even know that existed so
2: we did a big group for um the for Rex Hudler um the announcer Mm -hmm. his uh son has um you're gonna have to edit this out because I totally just spaced what I was gonna say (laughs) down syndrome um and we went on a cruise with a big group of people that raised money for them so
0: yeah no I remember that and that was actually how I was introduced to you guys was through that because he came and spoke at Ambucks and so that was how I was actually introduced to, the, to your company and, and what, what Lonnie did or I guess part of it so <laughs> what, one other thing I have before we get into the meat of this but uh, we were talking you mentioned train. Do a lot of people still travel by train here in the United States?
2: Amazingly, yes. And this last year, more than in any of the other years that I had been selling travel, I've gotten more requests. And especially now that a lot of the Alaska cruises are getting canceled for this Mm -hmm. year, more and more people are talking about doing rail. There are some amazing packages for rail, um, both domestically and abroad. Um, the European trains are amazing. Yes. Um, you can get anywhere really, really fast. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised when we were in Germany a couple of years ago, taking the train, how easy it was, yep. um, how amazing the train cars really are. Um, it was just an amazing way to travel and they're see They're actually nicer things. and
1: cleaner than the ones here in America by far. Oh, nice. The yes. subways are cleaner yeah. and nicer. Yes. You, you, my, one of my favorite ways to travel on the East Coast is we, we take the train from Boston all the way down to Washington, D.C. In between, we've done it several times. The kids enjoy it. It's free. It's just it's not that expensive, um, and it's fun to just – as a matter of fact, we jump off in Rhode Island and touch the ground and say, well, we've been to Rhode Island now.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> like and we've done it in enough. Europe before, And I and I asked that question because I really enjoyed our trip to Europe because of that. We went – so we flew to rome and then we flew from rome to paris but then we took trains from paris to london london to scotland and i enjoyed the train more than flying from i wish we would have done the the train from rome to paris as well Um, just a lot less stress very easy not much security you just kind of get on the train get a couple beers and sit back and relax and Couple hours, you're where you want to go. I, I really enjoyed that. So, well,
3: and we're sitting here looking at the beautiful golf course. If you want to go to Scotland and do some of the golf outings, play those courses, or go and visit the wineries in Italy, I mean, it's the way to do it. It's convenient. Yeah. You can take your time, and it, it is really efficient. And cost savings is pretty tremendous compared to flying. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like forty dollars or something like that for us to get from London to Scotland. It would have been quite a bit more if we would have flown. So. Well, let's get into the meat of the conversation and what some of the things we want to talk about here. So one of the topics we were going to talk about that I think there's a lot of interest in right now is travel today. Not with COVID, obviously Biden coming along and changing or potentially changing some of the rules. Um, I know there's a lot of misinformation out there. I'll give an example. Had some friends went to Mexico here a few months ago and I was invited on the trip chose not to go because I was under the impression that when you would leave Mexico, you would have to take a COVID test. And if you tested positive, then you would be stuck in Mexico for two weeks. They went, that was absolutely not the case. So I know Mexico is a popular topic. A lot of people want, especially after the weather we had two weeks ago.
2: (laughs) Everybody was ready to get out of here for sure.
0: (laughs) So uh, I'll let you guys talk about this, th- some of these myths a little bit, and we'll just kind of ask ask as we go along. But uh, I know Mexico was a topic that some of our listeners brought up quite often. So if we sure. could touch on that a little bit too.
2: Yeah, and some of, the, some of the regulations and rules have changed just in the last few weeks and are continuing to change. So what I tell everyone is if you're booking, be flexible, understand that we have no control over what the rules are or aren't, but I can guarantee you that I will keep an eye on it and keep you updated between whenever you book and when you actually travel. Uh, But as of January 26th, there is a rule in place that you do, in fact, have to test to come home from any non-U.S. destination. If you travel outside of the U.S., you have to test to come home. Um, The... Most of the resorts have stepped up in a great way, um, especially Mexico and Dominican Republic primarily are the two that are really have everything going on the ground. Um, most of the resorts are offering on-site testing at the resort. When you check in at the resort, your COVID test is scheduled. You're tested there at oh, wow. the property. Um, it is an, um, and then if you should test positive, there are many of the resort companies that are offering a um, free quarantine. They're covering the cost for you to stay at the resort should Should you have to be stuck? That would be Um, rough. Yes, so sorry you're here, <laughs> um, but you do have to stay in your room. They will bring you room service. You are in quarantine, just like you would be at home, but you're in Mexico. So I'm telling people if you if you travel, you know, and you are able to work remotely, which most of us after this last year are able to in some way or fashion, uh, make sure you take anything that you would need to to be able to work from there. Um, but I would not be sad about looking out the window at a beach and an ocean working personally. <laughs>
1: Yeah, having people deliver my food and <coughs> drinks to me—that'd be nice. Well, the the fear would be, and I think this is what most people be fear: what if my wife tested positive and uh, she can stay, but I, I I go ahead and come home, right? Um, but if you both test positive, and this is where the whole thing—if if you A lot of us have kids. What are you going to do? I mean, it's almost impossible to do. I guess you could rent a car and get home if you were driving all the way from Cancun back to through America. If
2: you test positive, then they are going to keep you um, in your location. I mean, you wouldn't be able to leave and get a car. Um, So that is a worry for sure. Um, Just making sure that you have a backup plan here at home should something occur. But then the percentages since they started this testing are so very small, so minuscule. Um, And I, I have... Advised people to another way to safeguard yourself is you're not required to take a test before you leave, but to test before you go, um, so that that way you know at least you're clear at that point and you don't have as big of a fear coming home.
1: Now I don't want to mislead anyone by telling this story, but it's but it's a fact. Um, we have a friend in New York City who went to Cancun two weeks ago, did all the paperwork, got all the paperwork, got to the airport, was never asked for a piece of paper, got back into she flew back into LaGuardia, and she said she was never asked for any kind of paper or anything and she said it was actually the easiest thing i've ever done but she said i had all the paperwork and so she questioned them well i thought i was supposed to show this and the man at the the nsa guy or whatever just said well we haven't been given any rules yet so we're not following them yet let's let's so, try not to make you this know and political. that's not a no no <laughs> it's not political it's just i mean the the wheels aren't all no, that in, sounds like in, our government yeah the no, but wheels I'm not aren't all political. in process so So one person might get one experience and another person may get a totally different experience.
2: Correct. And the the rules and regulations are changing so quickly that I think not all of the information gets to where it needs to get to make sure everybody's on the same page, even employees within the same group. However, that's I feel like where we step in, at least we would have you completely prepared. Should you be asked? Should you need it? You're going to have everything that you need and someone in your corner. If there's an agent or a representative who gives you an answer that is not correct.
1: Okay. he says that he's already canceled the trip. I've already lost a trip to Cabo that we won because of it was canceled, and then we sh- we scheduled another trip just a few weeks ago, right to Cabo. We canceled it for the fear of what might happen. So, uh, for you guys, has that been a? Fortunately, both times we were able to be refunded. Um, so we weren't out. Is it, are they refunding better at this point, or are you getting seeing a lot of cancellations that you had people out had planned out months ago or whatever?
2: I personally, through all of this COVID stuff, have not had anyone completely lose money. I have a lot of people holding travel credits that they will need to use to go on a future trip, which I don't think is a bad thing, always something to look forward to. Um, But I have not had anybody lose money. Um, I have had a few that have canceled and rescheduled and canceled again. Most of them are because of something that they've done or for instance I had people who had canceled and then the wife got COVID and they couldn't go on the rescheduled trip so now they've canceled again. Um, But that is part of what i think we benefit is making sure that we're keeping track of all of those travel credits we're keeping track of where your refunds are at what's going on um, and making sure that you have one person to work with through the whole thing instead of calling in and getting an 800 number and getting 500 people that are looking at it and telling your story over and over and over again Um, but i haven't had anybody lose money lose money so well, that's,
1: we felt fortunate that we haven't actually lost money on any of them, but we were unfortunate that we've missed out on two trips to Cabo. So
0: yes, there's <laughs> so since we're talking about refunds, real quick, one of the questions I did have was travel insurance. Sure, does it cover COVID?
2: Yes, in most cases. Okay. Um, every there are so many different variations of travel insurance, and so many different. Plans even within an individual company. Um, we sell insurance through a third party, and then also the suppliers all provide their own types of insurance. Uh, but I do suggest, especially in today's environment, it, the travel insurance is a small drop in the bucket to cover to make sure that you're made whole at the end. Whether that is with a travel credit or a cash refund, both options are available. There are options that provide cancel anytime for any reason if you're having a bad hair day and you decide you don't want to go. your trip can be covered. Um, And it's also, the travel insurance is about so much more than just the cancellation. There are so many benefits while you're in destination. Um, I had a gentleman who um, had a few too many beverages in his swim-out suite and came into his room up the stairs and slipped on the marble floor. um, His own doing, his own problem. He was going too fast trying to go get another beer, fell and hit his head. I've done that before.
1: (laughs) Um, That's why I wear a helmet all the time when I run (laughs) On
2: trips. Uh, fell and hit his head and the travel insurance covered it it was his own problem uh, his own accident but the travel insurance reimbursed him for every penny he had spent for the stitches in his head so uh, <laughs> travel insurance can cover so much more than just cancellation but to answer your question yes in most cases covid related um, cancellations or problems are covered and a lot of the countries are requiring that you have insurance that will also cover um, repatriation to get you home like should a border or something like that um it, your insurance covers to x you know to get you out okay. so
1: or yes. well, you're saying we're saying mexico here but anywhere you go right now are you are having to get tested to come back international is that anywhere any
2: destination outside of the united states yes you have to why still home. doing it or hawaii you have to test to go so um every destination is doing things a little bit differently you don't have to test to come home from hawaii because it's still part of the u.s but um, anywhere outside of the but, U.S. But you, you do have to test to go to, go. to Hawaii right Correct. Okay. Yes, and the islands themselves can't even get along on who's doing what or what's required. So each island has their own individual um, quirks on how that testing is happening.
0: So I would assume, obviously, we're talking about if you want to get back into the United States when you travel internationally, you have to test um, and and be negative before they'll let you back in. Correct. But flying to other countries or traveling to other countries, I would assume that's a country-by-country basis.
2: Country-by-country.
0: So how do you keep up on all that?
2: It is... (laughs) um, I have my primary destinations that I sell and if someone asks me for something outside of that, the first thing I do before I even put a quote together is to go out and find the information on what that country is currently requiring, what that looks like, what kind of steps are going to be needed. That way when I provide the quote, they have all that information to make the decision whether that's the destination they want to go to.
1: What's your number one destination you book?
2: Number one sold destination for me would be Mexico. Chanel?
1: Mainly Cancun or...
2: Cancun and Cabo are my top two. Puerto Vallarta would be a third. Yep.
1: I've never been I've, to Puerto Vallarta. I've been to all three of at, them. We look at Puerto Vallarta all the
2: time. And I love Puerto Vallarta. Beautiful because
1: it has the mountains around it. It is. What's it's different? a great
2: combination of everything. You get right. the jungle, you get the mountains, you get the the beach, um, it, and a lot of... If you're an outdoor adventure kind of person, um, then Puerto Vallarta is your is place. Your place.
0: I, if, I think I would like it more than... Because I do not like the beach. If I could put Puerto Vallarta on the east coast in the caribbean side of mexico i would go there every time yeah because the only thing i don't like about puerto vallarta is the beaches and the water tends to be a little colder a little murkier you don't get the clear water and the nice fine sand that you get on the east coast but if you could take that town and put it on the east coast i'd go there every year I I i would agree
2: completely with that if you're a fisher person um puerto vallarta is definitely your location
3: too there's some amazing deep sea fishing there yeah so last year I would have told you it was Cancun, and the, I'm a newfound fan of the Dominican Republic. I think it's one of the most beautiful locations if you haven't if you don't mind a a, a layover, which right. is sometimes difficult with little ones, but um, but this year, uh, more domestic, so dust in Florida, doing a lot of Disney World um, and some ski packages so. Um, that's kind of the way things are transitioning this year. Just um,
1: my friends on Facebook. Just in the last two weeks, Vegas must have just blown up in the last two weeks because it's just been every other person I know has been to Vegas and we're going and I'm we're going, going in, in April a, and we're <laughs> going in a couple of weeks.
0: So. The
2: prices in Vegas right yeah. now are amazing. Yes. I so. booked
0: a night night out in Bally's on the Strip for eighteen dollars a night.
1: That's crazy. We're taking seven of us, taking a, kids, and now tell me. I'm not a Vegas person, big Vegas person. I have at least as my wife's went like four times since I've been, I haven't been in nine years, but, uh, she took one of our kids out there when she turned 13. It's a fun place for kids too, right?
2: It is. Tell us. <laughs> tell, there are, tell, I mean,
1: you, you guys probably know more about Vegas than I do. Like the few times I've ever went, I spent my whole time stuck in front of a machine, but so there's got to be more fun things to do in Vegas than, than, uh, just lose your money. There, there we went
2: there definitely are um the there are tons of wonderful shows and things if your kids are into doing that um there are so many amusement park style things going on um my kids just enjoyed walking and watching people we live in small town kansas right. so vegas was like um the best people watching place ever for them oh yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> be, be prepared to have some talks with your kids yes they explaining
2: things before, before. <laughs>
3: before.
1: now the the uh rules in vegas right now or do you are there certain rules that they're following or doing things different that you know of or same
2: same kind of as everywhere um socially social distancing wearing your mask in public locations they're doing a lot of extra cleaning and spraying and um only you know not all of the machines are open making sure that they have social distancing um,
3: set up for people and i would say one of the big things is dinner reservations are almost required um so Good, if no. you're gonna if there's a place you want to go for dinner uh make a reservation pick the night you want to go and make a reservation since they're doing such reduced capacity and a lot of those um casinos you know the big bellagios that have 27 restaurants in them maybe only three or four of them are going to be open one night so See, plan that, ahead
0: that's why we brought him here that's great <laughs> up to plan ahead i don't i don't like to plan ahead though
2: are you a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy
0: i'm i like to plan until i get there once i get there i like to just yep. do whatever so i'm going with a big group of guys to play golf so it'll be interesting if we have to plan ahead for me to las vegas because we don't even know when we get done playing golf and when we're going to stop drinking beer and, and make it back to the resort so this will be interesting looks like we have and booked buffets. a couple
1: of things for the kids we've got a van taking us to hoover dam one day and um and a, a show one night, and Top Golf is right down there, close by. Um, but I think the for my kids, my kids' favorite trip, and we've taken them four or five times now to New York City. Uh, we told them that like, you're going to get to see all of New York City right there. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty's right here on the Strip. So,
0: any other myths or disinformation that you would like to bring up that you hear a lot?
2: The big ones lately have just been um, that people think they can't go anywhere right now, that there's nowhere open, That uh, or they're going to um, not get the same experience. Actually, I think in some cases, people are getting better experiences because they're limiting capacity places. Um, a lot of the resorts, people said they feel like they've got the whole thing to themselves. So I think you get a better experience in a lot of ways um, than you would if it were busy, busy. Um, Domestically, like Janelle was saying, Disney world's open. People are going. Um, They, people who love Disney say this is the best time to go because the lines haven't been as bad. Things like that haven't been as crazy. Um, You do have to be a little more creative on where you're going to stay or what you're going to do, but that's what we're here for is to check things out and make sure we know where we're sending you and you're ready when you get there for what you're going to get.
1: You'll even book dinner for us. I certainly can like a, a really a, a real nice place to eat in uh, in Cabo um sometimes hard to get into driving so you, during the tr- planning of a trip you plan the trip for me to Cabo you can schedule a not.
2: We certainly can. Do you have a
1: favorite place we you'd can like do to as, schedule us? <laughs> we can
2: do as little or as much for you as you'd like. I have some people who want to tell me what they want to do, and then they want to be in the driver's seat on the backside telling me exactly do this, do that. And then there's the people who are like, hey, here's a general idea, and I plan all the parts and pieces. So we can do as little or as much as you want. And if we don't have a direct recommendation, that's the best part about our network is we've got so many other people who have been or for instance, we have a cruise planners agent who is living in um, Cancun. So she has been on the ground for six months straight now and has some great local um, suggestions and ideas so we can help with lots of things like that.
0: That's cool. Um, One of the other questions I have is, we were talking about there's some things that have changed since Biden has been president do you guys are you guys hearing about other potential changes coming down the pike that maybe not aren't official yet but might be something to look out for in the future
2: i would say the only um thing floating around that a lot of people have been talking about and i think that we'd be naive not to think that there could be potential for um vaccines being required to travel outside of the country, um, just like other countries currently require vaccines for hepatitis and yellow fever and all kinds of other things. I think that um, I think that's something that we would be silly not to think it could come. I don't know that that's directly related to um, Biden necessarily, but just to the environment that we're living in. Right,
0: yep, okay. Yeah, because I've heard that one too. I, I have it right here you have to prove you've had vaccines to fly or enter certain countries. That was one of the questions I was going to ask.
2: Currently not. Um, The only two things that I have heard thus far that um, Qantas Airline is officially requiring vaccines to fly on their airline. And we do have a couple of um, river cruise companies, one of them right here in the U.S., American Queen Steamboat, um, is officially requiring vaccines to travel on their ships. So I do think that those kinds of things could come along, but those are the only two that I know of so far.
1: Is that an overnight cruise, uh, uh, the American
2: cruise? It is. It is uh, a U.S. river River cruise. They they have all kinds of different itineraries. Um, Some up to 14 days the nice thing about them is they include all of your excursions off the ship too right. um, and include your drinks and food and everything while you're on board so um, but they travel all the way from minnesota all the way down to new orleans really that'd so. be
1: a 14 day cruise there
2: that that particular one is it has multiple overnight stops um, and there's a if you're a whiskey and bourbon kind of person there's some um, really cool itineraries that include include some distilleries and some i've things always wanted i like
1: a little Huckleberry Finn in uh, me. I'd always yeah. wanted to go float the Mississippi. And
3: they have a golf package too, yeah. as well, with that company. They also do Pacific Northwest, so if you're feeling Lewis and Clark, you can yeah. go up to Oregon, Washington area and do. I,
0: I wasn't a bourbon guy until COVID. Now I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's done to me. Well, let's talk about cruises. We're talking about somewhat about cruises anyway, so because um, I know that's a big part of your guys' business. I just saw somebody who had booked a cruise back around christmas time and it's already it's now been canceled what are you guys hearing as far as when cruises are going to start back
1: up and all that have Um, they not started back up yet not at all okay
3: so royal caribbean's operating one ship out of singapore um right now that's it um they're we're still waiting to hear when the test cruises will start um the sense is that that'll start in florida so miami um fort lauderdale area and then the second port that they'll open up is galveston so where's all the ships at right right now? now The ships are
2: kind of parked of various um, all over the place. There were some actually really beautiful pictures there for a little bit of ships um, because they were keeping everything in service but not actually taking people out. But there were pictures of them out in the middle of the ocean, a whole bunch of ships all in the same place at once. Um, That's a
1: lot of talented people out of work right now.
2: It really is. How many people
1: work on those ships? I mean, you're talking tens of thousands. I've always wanted to work on a cruise ship, be a singer at night, country music singer at night. (laughs)
2: i think it would be fun for a little bit
1: someday once you one of you guys book me the uh the country music trip you know the nashville trip whatever it is mm-hmm. uh cruise with uh, the bellamy brothers and i don't know who all <laughs> goes on them but oh you talk about a fun week that <laughs> would be
3: well and think about the diversity of the staff the crew right, that are on just right. on one ship alone and the i can't even wrap my head around the management constraints that they're having to deal with with trying to bring back employees from all of the all over the world, To get them from all over yeah. the right.
2: place.
1: And just the hotels. The hotels are in the same situation. They're in the same situation. Th- that's tens upon thousands of people unemployed right now. Go down to Express, and I'll get you yeah, a job. So I was
0: just going to say, you have business cards to yeah. hand out? We'll they hand say out. the
2: hospitality industry as a whole is one of the hardest hit I for that, yeah. the COVID. Yep.
0: Well, one of the other questions I got quite often was about cruises and... I personally have never been on a cruise, so I don't know anything about it. But they said that... It's on a boat. Big boat. I, I, I got that part okay. of it. On the water, yeah. So Come on, Kevin. Um, one of the questions I got quite often was, do you guys know any tips or tricks for people on cruises? Because apparently there's a lot of, if you have insider information, um, you can get deals and, and... Well,
1: I'm interrupting for a second. If you don't buy a drink package or whatever, and you just drink on the boat, my my brother in law likes drinking. He uh, his bill at the end of the week was in the thousand fifteen hundred dollars for just Bud Light on the on the ship. It um, can
2: get expensive but it's, for it's, sure. So
1: there's something that you can do special for that, surely.
2: Oh, absolutely. The uh, the drink packages save a ton. If you are a person who is drinking five or more drinks in a day, the drink package pays for itself hands down. No matter which cruise line you're looking at. Um, and some of the cruise lines the drink packages truly unlimited drink till you can drink no more um, but the one thing that people think that they're going to get away with is um, buying one drink package and sharing among friends or whatever um, but all of the cruise lines do require that any any passenger within your stateroom that is 21 years or older has to purchase the drink package too so there's not a whole lot of sharing you going you're
1: wearing a band not a band, it it's
2: on your, I mean, it's part of your card. Oh, okay. um, your card when you get on the ship um, is what you hand to the bartenders to get your drinks and that kind of thing. We so. might
3: we might be wearing bands when they return to service. That yes. It very well may change. Yeah. That's kind of the things we're seeing. But uh, And we should say, uh, I don't know how much you drink, but five drinks doesn't always have to be alcohol. So it could be specialty coffees, things like that. So if you are like to go up, get up in the morning and have a mimosa or go have a, a cappuccino, Um, that's part of your five drinks of the day that really makes it energy
2: drinks bottled water there's a lot more benefit to the drink package than just alcohol
3: but another tip and anybody can do this uh, most of the royal carnival the major cruise lines will let you bring bottles of wine on board so if you are a wine drinker or have a wine drink in your stateroom um, each passenger can i think bring one typically full bottle of wine and keep it in your stateroom it has to be unopened when you Um, arrive to embark but um, that's kind of a cheap way to save a little bit of money if you're not interested in buying the drink package. It has
0: to get there first. (laughs) Yes. Because I know somebody who flew and you can't carry those wine bottles on so it was in their check-in luggage and they thought they had it wrapped so that it would not break and they threw away all of their clothes because it was broken and stained everything that was in there.
1: That wasn't very smart, was it? No,
0: that costs a lot more than some drinks yeah. on, a, on, a on a ship. So you have to get it there. I but would
1: back say- to the original question, though, have you heard any timeline of wind cruises? Because I, I know the girls in my office all want to go on a cruise, and any timeline whatsoever...
2: Currently, within the last couple of days, several of the cruise lines have now canceled through the end of May. Um, We do have still some that are only canceled through the end of April. Um, We don't know for sure what they're going to do. The big thing is the cruise lines trying to figure out and weed through the regulations that the CDC has given on the the ships being able to move um, and trying to make all of those parts and pieces work. So um, my my gut feeling is that by June some ships will be moving. I believe it will only be short cruises, three, four, five day. Um, I don't think the seven days will probably begin until the fall. That's a personal gut feeling. That's not actual facts yet, um, but that's just were well, the cruise based ships heavy
1: spreaders of coronavirus originally, back in last January, February. I March. don't think
2: any worse than yes. any other. mode of travel or location that you could have been in um just that the when covid first started the cruise lines not knowing there was no protocol for how things needed to happen and i think that the media grabbed on to the fact that there were cases on ships not that the ships caused the cases
1: right the ships needed to be docked in a dallas texas instead of galveston because uh in dallas there were there are no rules we, yeah. we went down to dallas a few weeks ago and went to billy bobs to a couple of concerts and uh there were no rules in dallas so i think everywhere you go it's different uh we, we went in and said you know you mean you don't have to wear masks and the lady said do you want to tell these cowboys they have to wear masks and so we said all right there we go <laughs> uh so i think it's it's locale locality when we were in indianapolis a few weeks ago they everyone was masked up so I
2: think it completely depends on where you're at yeah. and how, how worn out people are with the current yeah. regulations. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, one other thing I had some questions around was air travel. I have some frustrations of my own with air travel, but one question that was brought up that, that I thought was a really good question was, um, what are your rights as a passenger when a flight is delayed or canceled because i know that that is where people get very i've been frustrated with this myself as far as refunds or rebooking or hotel rooms and that sort of thing so do you know uh, do you guys have information as far as what your rights are in this scenario where a flight would be delayed or
2: canceled So your rights as a passenger on a flight are that the only obligation that the airline has to you is to provide you a seat on the next available flight to your destination that has seats available. That's where their obligation ends. That's what the regulations say that they have to provide. Outside of that, um, whatever is provided is the individual airline's interpretation of the rule or how nice they want to be to you Um, so ultimately making sure that you understand the airline that you're flying with um, and if that is an airline that you sometimes being loyal to a particular company does help out in those situations if you are a rewards member or have flown with them a ton they're sometimes a little more obliged to give you more than they would otherwise but they're only obligation um, by regulation is to provide you a seat on the next available flight what you can ask for is if you know that there is a flight to wherever you're going on another airline you can ask your airline to transfer your ticket to the other airline and in some cases they will we just had a situation like that personally that we were on an American flight and they moved us to a United flight because it could get us out faster than the American flights could um, but they are under no obligation to do a whole lot of anything for you
1: that's what they did for us when we were going to rome they put us on a different airline the Mm -hmm. next one going to rome was the next day out of jfk and they shipped us over there with a different airline so that was nice of them i guess
0: well i flew allegiant once to las vegas and found out really quickly that other air no we flew frontier i think it was the other airlines don't like to work with allegiant for some reason that I asked them about that cuz it's like that plane right over there is flying to my to Wichita can I get on that one and they said if it was in the other airline probably but we're not going to work with allegiance so sorry sometimes
2: those discount airlines don't end up being a discount in yeah. the long run so yeah. uh, making sure that you read the terms and conditions of your ticket i know none of us like the fine print um, but if you are not booking with an agent who's looking out for you and in your corner making sure you I was understand
1: say you read that for me if we, book it, you we know, do okay.
2: we do <laughs> um, i'll make sure that you know what exactly what you have but um if you're booking on your own or booking through some online vendor, make sure you read those terms and conditions and that you truly understand what you're getting.
0: Are airlines still leaving the middle seats open or is that a thing of the past now?
2: Depends on the airline. The only one that is for sure continuing that is Delta. Um, Delta is leaving the middle seat open unless you're part of the same family, um, but other than that, it seems to be hit and miss.
1: Well, uh, American Airline was packed full. We were a full yeah. plane, so just a couple of weeks ago.
2: Which I think From. is a, a promising to see that many people on planes because it was a little weird being in the airports like ghost towns when, when nobody was going anywhere. So I'm encouraged that people are moving. The phones are ringing again. People are excited to go, and I have to believe once they can, people are going to be ready to get the heck out.
1: That, yeah. I, I think they will. You know the pre-check line is now getting as long as the regular line? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no longer yeah. faster to go through the pre-check we Correct. were raced through it <laughs>
3: yeah, and i think this the the eagerness of people to travel we have destinations that we can book out to 2023 um and when you book with us a lot of times you may just need a deposit you don't have to put when you're booking on your own i was like your wife i was one of those people. I was like i can do it cheaper on my own and these two ladies beside me they proved me wrong i mean it is definitely there are um incentives and savings to book through a travel advisor for the most part but you can pay you can take a year and a half to pay i mean if you're booking a cruise in 2022 or 2023 um that final payment isn't due till way down the line right. so it gives you a chance to you know start saving up some money or put a little bit aside um every month to pay for a dream vacation that you might not have been able to go on otherwise so.
1: What vacation has someone booked for you that uh, you've said, "Oh my God, I got to go do that"?
2: I have a whole list. Um, I think next, my my next big thing that I just planned an awesome um, honeymoon for a couple to go to New Zealand prior to COVID, of course, but um, and that's on my list. I want to go to New Zealand really bad. It looks beautiful. Their itinerary was amazing. Their activities were incredible, and the price really wasn't as bad as I
3: thought. So.
1: But uh, it takes a long time to get there. <laughs> that's it does. The, that's the part I hate it about does. it. Yeah,
3: yeah I'd you know I I'd, I'd love to go back to Europe, probably yep. not with my kids that little. But I would like to take my kids to Hawaii um, when yep. they reopen um, and spend more time down there just because I think it's such a beautiful, one of the most beautiful places in the world.
1: Which um, island did you go to?
3: Honolulu. We, we did Pearl Harbor and the beach and the food and more food. and.
1: The first time I went to Hawaii was we went to Kauai which I guess is the garden one. Mm-hmm. And the trees and things are the most amazing mm-hmm. things I've ever seen. The trees and the waterfalls, but the trees are just, I still roses as big as my head is amazing. Um, but if I had, Kevin, when you're looking at the thing, where are you wanting to, you got anywhere you want them to book for you?
3: Well, I, my no, my
0: list. trip to Give Hawaii me was not good. so It wasn't? No, I got to go back.
3: You need to try, go back. Back. try yes, again. Try
0: again. We we had an issue with trade winds coming in, and my wife and I are both golfers, and we were planning on golfing, and it was so windy that the pins were blowing out of the holes on the golf courses, and part of it was we were it was our honeymoon, so we didn't have a lot of money, and Hawaii is expensive. Yep. So that was that was a challenge for us at the time. I think the cheapest meal we had we didn't do an all inclusive. I don't even know if they have them there, but uh, the cheapest meal we pay was like lunch at the Hard Rock for like $60. Yeah. And as a young, broke couple... Well, no, that, that was, was your first Ye-
2: mistake, Kevin, because y- you don't want to go to the chain places. You want to go to the You're local correct. yokel, mm-hmm. yes. um, right. really awesome places. One of the best meals we had, my husband and I were walking. Um, we were on Oahu and Honolulu, Waikiki Beach, and we're walking from the hotel, and down this road, there was this line of people coming out of this building, and he's like, that's where we want to eat. And I was like, you want to stand in that line? He goes, look at the line. So we go, and it was a... Um, V- Vietnamese barbecue place, mm-hmm. best meal we had, and it was like eleven dollars. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Key West, we found we ate a, spam uh, at McDonald's every day. I think <laughs> when we went to Maui. when we went to Key West, we found a uh, food truck. I guess basically tucked behind these buildings, and it was the best Korean barbecue tacos I've ever had in my life. It was so good. I would go back and eat there right now.
1: Another reason I would would do Hawaii again. Although I can't stand flying that far, it's I, I'd almost yeah. rather go to Grand Lake in Oklahoma. Do y'all book a trip down there? We can. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, we went, we go fishing always on our trips, and we uh, we got to see a whale and a baby whale, which was not a Grand Lake. Something. Not, no, not this was not specific there. <laughs> yeah, this is off of Ma- the coast of Maui. Uh, but but to see those things, that's amazing. And I've always heard the Alaskan trips; people see those kind of things. So, I wonder, do a lot of people around here book Alaskan trips?
2: We do book a lot of Alaska. Um, Cindy and Lonnie are, are our Alaska experts. They have been multiple times themselves. We've booked several big groups to Alaska. Um, there are a lot of amazing places to Is see. Is it
1: cold on the ship the whole time? She says, Oh no,
2: no, it's it's definitely different. My, than- my fear
1: my fear of going would be I. Last week was like hell to me. uh, That that being that cold, I cannot stand cold. Um, So I've always thought, well, if I go to Alaska, I would freeze to death. No way. Okay.
2: A few years, definitely plan for layers because the temperatures change and fluctuate so much. But when we went a few years ago, um, it was... 71 degrees in Juneau and the coldest day that we had was like 50 degrees um, but definitely it changes during the day you get a little variation of everything and depending on where you're at even the day we were sitting in glacier bay i was sitting on my balcony looking out at the glaciers listening to the naturalist talk on the speaker drinking coffee in my robe like looking i was like it i felt like i was sitting in a postcard uh, but it wasn't cold huh. so Um, lots of beauty to see out there for sure there
1: is now that this is a part of america but here in intercontinental united states that's 48 um i just said grand lake's my favorite place to go but uh but in all honesty what's the best prettiest places y'all know of in the united states to go oh boy if you're just planning a trip there's gonna be some people that's gonna say heck with it i bet a lot have said heck with it!" i'm not going out of the country because i have the fear of it so right here, Destin, Florida. You said a minute ago. Um, yeah, it just depends what you
3: it depends what you want to do. do you, I love New York City too, but I it's a too. totally different. Uh, I mean, totally different vibe. But I love like Vegas. Good. It's
1: not good right now though at all either. We haven't been in no, a no, year no. because no, of, no. well, there was no baseball. We always go to watch well, the games. It, it was locked down and yeah, it was pretty much no, no restaurants again. open. So
3: if you're wanting the beach experience, I would say Destin, Fort Myers, um, Pensacola, Pensacola, Fort Lauderdale. Um, That's going to be kind of the beachy vibes, Miami Beach. um, I think some
2: unique destinations. One of the most fun trips that I planned for somebody was to Mackinac Island. Um,
1: Michigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: It's an amazing place, and there are no cars on the right. island, um, and so it's just like taking a step back in time. And there's so many neat things to do, and the kids loved it. And uh, people can fish, you can walk, you can go on bike rides. There's tons of hikes. It's just a. a
1: did you a, fly there? Drive up to? I mean, did you? Where do you? Would you fly into like Lansing
0: or? They
2: flew into Lansing, and then they took a. Um, a transfer to the ferry to go okay. over to the island. So.
0: Look at you and your geography knowledge. Well, my b- I had I've no got idea that, where that was. I've got
1: an ant that lives up there. My brother oh. well, used to be mm-hmm. the bodyguard for the governor of Oklahoma, and he, uh, the governor liked to going up there. Ah, so my got brother you. got to go several yeah. times to Mackinac.
2: But and um, lots of places in Tennessee offer some amazing family vacations. Um, the Smoky Mountains are gorgeous. Um, the national parks, national parks were a huge thing in 2020 because it was something that people could do and still socially yep. distance. And 2021 is proving to be equally as busy. Um, For the national parks. For the national parks. Just we, wear a
1: mask, them Now. Yeah. I went
0: Bears to. We to went to Yellowstone last year, and yeah, we had actually booked the trip quite a few months in advance and uh before way before COVID hit this is gonna be like a family trip to yellowstone and then COVID hit and they announced and we were driving so they announced that that the hotels inside the park were closed and they weren't doing the big tour groups so i thought we hit the jackpot like we scheduled this perfect because there won't be anybody there I was wrong. <laughs> Everybody decided they were going to rent an RV and go to Yellowstone last summer. Yeah. It yes. was so crazy. So crazy. So, yeah, that was a mistake on my part. But no, we had a good time. So when we talked about your your places you want to go, but what's the favorite, your favorite place you've been?
2: My, I would say it's a tie between two because I have um, my favorite beach destination that I've been to is Barbados. Um, the island of Barbados is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And the people are phenomenal. And it was just relaxing and gorgeous and easy to get around and safe. And you could wander off the resort and Where just go eat Barbados? at a very, very, very southern Caribbean, south of Florida, okay. almost as far as you can go. Um, and my second favorite would be, I went on a European river cruise and Europe exceeded every expectation I could have ever set for it. Um, and the, the history, the people, the food, the,
1: did you go down the Rhine river?
2: We were on the Rhine. Yes. From, from Basel to Amsterdam. And, um,
1: you went by my hometown,
2: which is, I was
1: born in Wiesbaden, Germany.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. We
1: twenty five years ago today, uh, Mom. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Shot me out healthy.
3: No, not twenty
1: five. That's fifty years ago today. Fifty one years. Fifty one yep. years old. Go today. 51. I was in German. Born in little German. Well, yeah.
2: Germany was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would go back in a heartbeat. So those would be my two top favorite.
3: Yeah, mine's probably Mediterranean, I- Italy. I didn't realize how much I loved that lifestyle. You know, you just sit down and they ask you if you want a glass of red or a glass of white. (laughs) And you just just at the laid back, the long meals where my husband and I are foodies. And yes, uh, just, you know, we went to Naples and at pizza and just it was just I would go back there and tomorrow if they'd let me. So,
1: Phil, yours? I've got to go back to my hometown, Germany. I, I mean, it really was beautiful. And we took a li- – we didn't do a river cruise. We did a river lunch, dinner, whatever, just up and back, out of Frankfurt, maybe up past
2: mm-hmm.
1: Wiesbaden and back down. Um, but I was surprised that it has castles up on the hillsides. We, we took a uh, trip to a winery during the day. So the, I, I would love to go back there again. And like you said, take the train from there all the way up to Glasgow because we, we did that. this time Scotland. before. I loved the train.
0: Loved it. But part of that I was with a guy who – is from and grew up in scotland so he knew yeah. where to go and we went to the right places and did the right things but i loved scotland i mean i liked rome too it was but in all honesty i just take grand lake any place that the water costs more than the wine i'm going to like <laughs> it forces me to drink wine all the time so
1: is that the way it was when you made it? yeah no it is you the sit down the, a lot the of the wine. smaller
0: restaurants that have a house wine their wine is less expensive than the water You you have to pay for the bottles of water. Oh, and don't even ask for ice, because they they won't give you ice. But the wine was less expensive than water.
2: I couldn't believe how inexpensive the beer was in Germany. The number of places that I paid a dollar or even less for a beer was crazy. But I consumed a lot of beer in the 11 days we were in Germany, for sure. It's a different kind of beer... goes down smoother um uh just different no but not cold like you get here Uh, more kind of a room temperature
0: (laughs) just a little chill on it yes so well so we were talking about whether this was going to take an hour or not we are at 58 minutes so we this is an entire hour
1: So, and I don't have any other questions. Do you you? have any
0: other questions?
1: No, just tell us again about you and how we get a hold of you and that kind of stuff. We'll give
0: you guys the floor to uh, say whatever you want here to finish things off.
2: Excellent. Well, um, our website is www.wandermoretravel.com. You can reach us individually. Um, My number is 785-633-6715,
3: mine is 785-472-4993.
2: Or you can reach Lonnie and Cindy at 785-484-2050 right here in Salina.
0: That was impressive. You rattled that off.
2: I had numbers are my
3: thing. That's what I did before travel. (laughs) And you can check us out on Facebook, like our page. um, Yep. What is is your Facebook page? Wondermore Travel. Wondermore Travel.
1: And we'll put that on on our project. Yep. We'll link that on our our Facebook page as well. So, well, I'll tell you what, after talking to you, I've always thought, well, it's going to be more expensive for me to ever book a trip through you guys. And, uh, Maybe a, maybe me and a lot anybody else out there listening, maybe will be a little more woke about what's going on, uh, because like we, I've seen my wife sit for hours trying to figure out how to get from one place to another because our friends from Georgia are going there, so she tries to match it up, and it's a, it's a nightmare even though she thinks she's good at it, it's she's not. Sorry, Mom. He didn't mean that.
2: (laughs) Well, and that was one last thing I was going to say, too. You had asked earlier on tips and tricks to save money and things like that. Um, We do not charge a fee for our services. Our commissions come from the supplier that we use. So whether you're booking online or you're calling an 800 number or you're booking a VRBO or whatever the case might be, um, somebody on the other end is getting that commission. So you're already paying it. Um, It's not going to cost you anything extra to book with us. And we can find the deals. We know about the specials. And we also have um, a what's called value tracker that is attached to our system. When you book something with us, no matter how far out in advance it is, our system watches for those price drops. So should anything come along, we'll make sure that you get the benefit of that price difference, too.
1: You know, you just said something that just spun my head a little bit. We VRBO'd in Rome. And we vrbo everywhere we go uh that's something you can do though we certainly can yes
2: we can people. condos houses um vacation rentals of all kinds um even hostels if that's what you're into yeah.
0: if you're into that you haven't seen the movie hostel no i'm not <laughs> in <into> the hostels <laughs> i've got teenage daughters i don't want them in a hostel yeah so, well, we appreciate the the sponsorship. Thank uh, you for having us. We appreciate you guys having, coming out Thank here you. doing this with us. See, it wasn't that bad. I told you it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So. It's still no, nerve-wracking. I think I could
1: talk for another hour, too. I'd just like to hear more about places and yep. things to Well, do.
0: maybe we'll do this again sometime soon. So... Uh, we have some other things to talk about, so we might we might do another podcast next week. We'll see what the schedule looks like. I've got some things I need to get off my chest. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this, and we'll be back here in a week or two with our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.